Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Season 2 of the Pat and JT Podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time always gonna be the best. Come on! Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. We gotta be careful because two days in a row, we have Nick on. Mm-hmm. Twice we have him on tomorrow week. again. Then he's, we got to start paying him. Well, I'm trying to yeah, yeah, change the name to the pod. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. right. his contract. No, Nick and JT what? show. Actually, he's got another <laughs> podcast he does uh, with with your fiance. Yes. Which is the Emmy is that Joe weird show. Saying that yet, fiance? Uh, fiance. I'm getting the hang of it. You still um, drop the girlfriend every once in a while. I do, and then she cringes. She <laughs> yeah. doesn't mind getting called. I bet. Why would that not? So it's like the Emmy Joe show featuring Nick. Yes. So it'll be the Pat and JT show featuring Nick. Nick. Yes. I mean, that's what it is after you get married. It's the marriage featuring Nick. Like, it's Nick, it's, it's, it's Emmy's marriage featuring Nick. <laughs> yeah, and she's Emmy's me, wedding featuring Nick. Well, she's asking me all these questions about the wedding, like, what colors do we want? And I'm like, I don't care. You right. can pick. This Tell is me your... what time to be there. Yeah, right. exactly, exactly. And then that comes off insensitive, but guys really don't, don't care. Part. You no. don't well, wanna... yeah, it's like we want to we want to be part of it, but we need us to bring being part Andrew of it, like this too. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. I yes. actually so... didn't care at all. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 2021, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, whatever. So we have my friend Andrea Morgan Campin on the show today. Andrea Hello. is a uh, Nebraska musician. Um, just got done two uh, touring across the nation. Sweet, and has a Christmas show in Lincoln coming up. That's it. Thank I was looking at your me. website yeah. too, by the way. You got a lot of stuff on there. And if you get a chance, I, I was reading the about section <laughs> of you trying to get a, a little better feel for who you were. Cause obviously Nick had told us about you, um, but really cool. Really cool. Well, thank you for so, having me. Absolutely. Because yes. see, and then I was on your Facebook page, just stalking. And, <laughs> and uh, then on Zillow, and then you pay that much for your house. <laughs> yeah. you, you rent is, you're getting ripped off. Well, yeah. Um, but, <laughs> but anyway, on oddly on the Facebook page, you had, was a wedding song? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that she was doing just just sitting jamming in her living room and which i thought ironically as you guys are sitting here talking about nick's wedding mm-hmm. <laughs> and that you just want to show up and be there and, and just be on time what are your colors by the way i don't know <laughs> i'm actually neutral beige okay i believe is okay <laughs> but also uh, that's not final okay yeah okay yeah, i know it's not, don't it's buy not that guys yet, guys don't care but we don't have enough input in that conversation to change anything you know, I'm like, yeah. I wouldn't say like, I don't like, I want this color because I don't know the difference. You I wish, the same I way, wish right? you would come to the table and say, I want periwinkle and uh, what is Wait, That bl- sounds and delicious. Blush. What the hell's periwinkle? Periwinkle and blush. It's Peri- like a, it's between purple and blue. Oh, it is? Well, mm-hmm. I know those two colors don't go together. They periwinkle do. Periwinkle and blush. Periwinkle and do blush. Do they? That'd be like pink. Pink and purple oh. and blue. <clears throat> okay. Sure. What, what was the name of, um, gosh, I'm trying to think. Um, Steel Magnolias, Julia... Rich or Julie Richards? Julie, what? Julia what? Child? Child? Yeah. I almost said Julia. Julia, Child. Julia Roberts. Roberts. I was thinking that other movie. I know. Yeah, this whole thing is going Julia Louise Dreyfus. No the only other Julia I know. I was out of Julia's. Yes. No, and she has her colors. Remember, it's like two two shades of pink or something like that for her wedding. It, it was looked like Pepto Bismol. Yeah, like, I remember all that. Over the place. Yeah, it was funny. But anyway, I think you should go to the table and just demand some colors demand. and see what she says. They're being a diva. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what What are the two like most anti uh, wedding colors? Like, wow. Black, black and or, red. Like, or, <laughs> black and 
and black. Orange and black. Yeah. It has to. Or I walk. Yeah. yeah. That's it. <laughs> this is a non-starter. Yeah. Yeah. Or I walk. Yeah. Stop. She's, right she'd laugh. Like, she's not walking silly boy. Yeah, yeah. She would laugh. She would laugh. Yes. So anyway, back to uh, why we had Andrea on the show today. Yes, um, uh, her Christmas show's coming up, and I saw, so it's Friends and Family mm-hmm. was the marketing, and um, <laughs> um, she can get, like, uh, her whole fam- like friends, she has a very tight circle of friends and family, mm-hmm. that's all very musical, but I saw it, it was like, you know, I'm going to invite all my friends and family to the show. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> so it, um, it, it's turning into a whole family gathering. Um, but that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. So how would you describe yourself? I, I know what I read in the About page, mm-hmm. but... Yeah, I mean, like, musically, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so, um, like, acoustic, folk, singer-songwriter, and, yeah, that's probably the best way to describe it. And you're from here? From Lincoln? Uh, Yeah, I mean, originally from Ann Arbor, but grew up outside of Lincoln um, since I was very little, so, yeah. Nice. As I mentioned of, you mentioned Nebraska author Willa Cather. Mm Mm-hmm in that page that kind of contributes to some of your music or some yeah, of your... Yeah, totally. Right? I read a lot and I write a lot based off of what I read and Willie Cather, amazing, lover. Mm-hmm. She inspired a lot of my previous album, Old Country. Interesting. So, yeah. And you've got several albums. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. that spell that is my uh, second full-length album. Just came out in August. Yeah. See, I did my homework. Wow, yeah, amazing! <laughs> yeah. That's pretty awesome. We're yeah. so prepared. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So you just got done on tour. Mm-hmm. Like, where'd you tour? So I opened for the Wood Brothers uh, in Texas, Oklahoma, Missouri, and then we finished in Nebraska. And then I went up north for a while, opened for Joe Pug. I also did a headlining run in New England before both of those tours. So this is totally out of order. Um, <laughs> Okay. But yeah, okay. so that's where I was <laughs> this <laughs> fall. <laughs> that's that's awesome. Nice. Very mm-hmm. nice. When did you start performing for people? So I grew up in a really musical family, so performing was sort of part of the part of the deal. <laughs> part of the deal. <laughs> um, and so I mean, I started performing like solos and stuff, probably like sixth, seventh grade. But I started playing original music more like sophomore year of college. Wow. I always thought it'd be fun because my family's not musical, like at all, zero. Mm-hmm. Um, and it'd be fun at like Christmas, Thanksgiving, whatever, to have a piano in the house and the whole family just sings. Is that what you're... Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think that'd be so yeah, fun. It's, it's oh, the total yeah. dream for yeah. sure. Yeah. I'm, and songwriting, it's really interesting. I'm listening to a podcast right now and they're talking to John Androsik, which mm-hmm. I love his stuff. Remember when he was in town years ago mm-hmm. and we were at that bar where he performed and it was like, what was the name of that place? Citrus? Something or like it was that? like it was orange. Or, yeah, it was orange. I think it was yeah orange. It might have been called orange. It might have been like it was a really weird. It was and it was weird. weird to see him in a, like a booth behind so a curtain. He was in a booth. Yeah, and they, they had him performing there. And this was probably 10, 15 years. Well, fifteen. Oh yeah, at least at least years ago. And um, but then he sat down in the booth with us and just talked. You know, he's just like the nicest guy. And he was on this podcast. They were talking about his method of writing songs. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it'll take forty five minutes, and sometimes it takes three years. Yeah, absolutely. Right? So did you, like, study, uh, go to, you know, study someone or, or go through some kind of curriculum on learning songwriting, or is that something you just hashed yeah, out? Yeah, I sort of believe that you can't really teach songwriting. I did go to Belmont for a year and studied songwriting, and that sort of is what made me develop these beliefs that you can't really teach songwriting. Um, that's so, awesome. That's those who can't do teach. There was a lot of unlearning to be had there, so... Um, <laughs> To me, it's more. <laughs> cut that out. I'm just joking. Um, I love it. To me, it's it's more. Uh, a good songwriting comes out of a lot of listening, a lot of reading, a lot of listening to people, and then 
kind of just getting out of your way and writing songs. And sometimes it does happen really fast. And other times you work on something for months or years. And yeah, I think, I think it's more about trying to write something that means something to you and being true to who you are than it is about like trying to write the next hit or write the next thing that a country artist will pick up in a demo of 400 songs and then make popular. To me, that's just not my style or method at all. Right, right. It's interesting. It's so weird that I was just listening to this too, because, and then talking to you about this, he, he mentioned something about, you know, they said, well, do you know when you write a good one? Mm-hmm. And no, because I I have no idea. No. I, I think I do, but I don't. I don't know. You just you and you don't know mm-hmm. what people are gonna pick up on. And sometimes it seems like people like your worst song, like right. the thing you care the least about. Is the thing people are the most excited about. It's like okay. I heard whatever. an interview with someone uh, a while ago that was said that about was talking about John Mary's part of that process of writing mm-hmm. with John Mayer, and that daughter was one of the songs that John Mayer hate, hated. <laughs> And didn't even want it on the album. And he be- basically like begged him to put it into like track 11, like the one that you just throw away. And it that ended up winning so a Grammy. Funny. And yeah. yeah, it's so You weird. just never know. You don't know. It's, yeah. Yeah. And, he, and also by the same token, you don't want to tell people what the song is about mm-hmm. because they make their own story. Absolutely. Right? Especially if you've written the song about something very specific that mm. might not be universally felt. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. You really don't want people to <laughs> cling right. on to that. What I think is funny about songwriting, though, is because you're right. It's about something specific, but it could be you make this whole story about what the song's about, mm-hmm. and then if you hear it, like the songwriter will write a song about a spoon, like, and it's an amazing song. You're like, that is a emotional and all, and you find out it's about a spoon, and you're like, oh, that sucks. It's disappointing. Yeah, you yeah, don't want to totally, know. Totally. I, I, I think my favorite part is that like things can be written about something so specific, but still have that broad emotional impact yeah. on people. Mm-hmm. That's uh, a good song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It still connects yeah. somehow, even though they had not anything close to the same experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. So when you, when you work on a song for as long as three years, sometimes <laughs> like after you finally get done with it and you're like, Oh, it's finally done. Then you got to go perform it. You're like, I am sick of this song. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know performing it for like years and years and years, you might get tired yeah. of singing them. But after a while you're like, people are just now hearing about it and mm-hmm. you're over it. Yeah. I mean, I will say it's never taken me three years to write a song, but um, it's more the, the latter, like playing the same songs years after years, you get really bored with it and that's mm-hmm. why I sort of like putting songs away for a while working on new stuff playing new stuff and then sort of like bringing back old things over time that's gotta be hard as a performer and we, we've talked about this before when you go see somebody that you know you really like because you know all their stuff and they've got this huge library and massive songs and then they don't play one thing that you know yeah <laughs> yeah it's the worst right? are you kidding me <laughs> because that's what you came for mm-hmm. because you've only heard it coming out of your speakers mm-hmm. right and that's it and it's got to be hard, but some some art, and I imagine, man, it's got to be like, you've got to almost work your mind to get up for the game, so mm-hmm. to speak, and mm-hmm. like, okay, we're going to pretend to like this shit again. Yeah. <laughs> and right. we're trying right. to put this out yeah. there. Mm-hmm. That's got to be hard. That's yeah. part of performing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, okay, so what's what's in the future for you now that this album is out? Mm-hmm. Um and she just signed to a major, uh, major what? record label before this. Oh, last burying album. the lead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Talking about things yeah, out of fantasy order. Fantasy records. <laughs> um, it's the same um, record label as James Taylor and Paul Simon, which would I mean, definitely fit lo- this audience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You should have maybe led with that. One. I sh- well, but I mean, she also has a show coming up too. Oh, by the way, she's everyone gonna be on can Letterman go attend to. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. She actually needs to reschedule Letterman for this. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Exactly. Yeah. Talk That's about huge. that. Talk about the deal. Yeah. So uh, I signed to Fantasy Records last spring. Um, wow. Yeah, and then they put out that spell. So it was my first. It was my first record label. Mm-hmm. I had stayed DIY for as long as possible. I okay. Was, how hard was that? How hard? I mean, seriously, was it like you wanted to be on a team or did you like being independent? I liked being independent because I liked having control. Mm-hmm. <laughs> little Kelly so, Clarkson in there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for right. sure. <laughs> spitting, spitting image. Anyway, so, um, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, well, you know, I had put out my first EP and it did pretty well on Spotify, which mm-hmm. I sort of thought was normal. But then as I started to do more research, I realized that, that it was really rare for things to sort of just be picked up from like a nobody putting out folk songs from Lincoln, Nebraska, who was still in college. And so I was sort of like, well, I'll just sort of pursue this and see where it goes. And I, I decided that I wasn't going to take the leap to a label until I literally couldn't do everything I needed to do anymore. Mm -hmm. So for five years, the team was very small and we sort of controlled everything ourselves, which was great in some respects, but also the job just became Way too much. That happens to a lot of small businesses. Yes, right. I mean, it's the same thing. I'm just thinking out loud because we were just acquired like a year and a half ago Mm -hmm. by Herdad. Okay. And we had a small business and we were at that point where we couldn't do any more of what needed to be done on the Mm -hmm. next level. Yeah. And and we needed something had to happen. Yeah. And you want to focus on the stuff that you're good at too. Like you don't want to be like going through QuickBooks and (laughs) trying to do like LLC type That was my entire life was QuickBooks. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh, I'm with you there. Um, But yeah. And then the other thing was finding somebody, finding a company, a label who really cared about the music first. And you know, that's always, that's always a tricky thing. And so fantasy was sort of the perfect fit at the perfect time. They are very artist driven and, uh, yeah, they've been great to work with. So it's been it's been a cool first wow. release, and um, yeah, I mean, what's next? Just writing more, touring more. Putting did out you have some a multi record deal with them? Like, how many? Um, uh, for now, we're just putting out that spell, and then also I have a movie soundtrack coming out what? as well. Sweet. So, That's so she nice. actually starting a movie to I keep did. on. Adding I did a little bit that. of acting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I dabbled a bit. <laughs> what? So what was the movie? Yeah. When, <laughs> okay. <when>? So <laughs> the movie. I feel like we're doing this backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The movie is called Multibella. It's set in a town in Sicily. We shot it two years ago in Sicily, and I wrote the soundtrack to it. And so part of the fantasy thing was that uh, they'll also release this. So, oh, and nice. pretty wow. sure that there'll be distribution on this film, hopefully 2022. So, wow, can't say That's any awesome. details, but I think it will be coming out in 2022 along the, with the album. The director is from Nebraska, which is how you. Yeah, he yeah. went to UNL. Yeah. Really, Alexander Jeffrey. Oh. Yeah. I almost, th- I almost thought you just said pain. Al- like Alexander, Alexander Payne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, <laughs> okay, we really uh, messed yeah. up. Yeah. Oh Nick, yeah. you are a terrible interviewer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh so that is, that's really cool. What else has he done? Alexander Jeffrey. Um, he's done a lot of stuff. This was actually his first feature film, though. Mm-hmm. He's done a lot of short films, um, had some stuff, I think, like in Tribeca and wow. a lot of like festival sort of stuff. So, yeah, he's so, done a lot. Okay, so writing a soundtrack for a movie, do you mm-hmm. do you write the soundtrack after the movie's out to get the vibe of the movie, or does the, vi- the movie vibe come from the soundtrack? A little bit of both for this one. So mm-hmm. I had like four written before I went, but then some of them had to be written after the experience. So then I finished up the rest of it when we were done mm-hmm. shooting. That would just to me is like mind blowing because I I wouldn't even where to even start. You think right. about that when you're watching some movies how it drives some scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
and the scene would be... I will be say you start with reading the script. Okay. <laughs> that is the first thing you do. So you know, if this ever Italy. happens to you, that's where I would start. Step one. That would be a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good tip. Without a doubt. Very good tip. It is, there are some movies without the music, the movie dies. For sure. And yeah. there are definitely... Are I'm not going to say that's this movie. But, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's... that Because it can have that much control. Yeah, and there's a lot of music yeah. in this movie because it's about a singer so <laughs> that's yeah good. <laughs> that's awesome my gosh so okay um there was something else i was just gonna ask you and it just flipped right out of my head so with a christmas show when do you think it's appropriate Thanks, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. while you think while you think <laughs> yeah, yeah um um when is it appropriate to start playing christmas music um well mm. i think today i think okay. november one all right so i after think halloween. after halloween is appropriate i mean I'm not going to go crazy on socials, but I am going to start sharing some Christmas music. And then okay. I think after Thanksgiving is where you can really. Yeah, yeah doors for are sure. Off. Yeah. For yeah. sure. After yeah. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Is well, that was life. the Christmas. One. That's right. You have a Christmas album. Yeah. I have two songs coming out. Uh, they will be out on November 12th. 12th. Okay. <laughs> Very Friday. Good. Friday. I think that's a Friday. <laughs> so yeah, I wrote a new Christmas song, which was fun. And then um, I have like a old time cover. That's got to well. be hard, writing a new Christmas song, because it's so rarely... You know what I mean? It's like... It's pretty daunting. There's 92 yeah. songs, and everybody sings five different versions mm-hmm. of them, right? And yeah. that's mm-hmm. it. And those are all the Christmas songs. And every once in a while... It, it is. It's a big... That's a big thing to take on. Yeah, it really is. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm hoping eventually one song, one Christmas song I write will will become yeah. a classic. But that's, you know, impossible. So I'll just keep uh, writing originals just until just keep someone... Writing, right? Keep writing. Just make the odds more in my favor. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah. So do you know a lot of other, this is what I was going to talk about, was other native Nebraskans uh, that are working in the music business. Um, do you ever work with any of them? And have you ever had the opportunity to, to That's meet them? That's a good question. Um, I was thinking, who I was thinking of, obviously, is Tim Halperin. Mm-hmm. Um, he was on Idol. Oh, gosh, forever ago. Long time ago. And your show. Mm. He was on your show a few times. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, he was like, uh, he was our home band, our house band for our, our show, basically. But he was on Idol. Mm-hmm. J-Lo he, well, was on at that time. Yeah, that so time. Would, right? Uh, yep. And, and then he uh, and he and he's just a great singer anyway, great songwriter. And now mm-hmm. he writes for TVs and for movies. That's and, cool. And he writes for other people. And he was on the show Songland. I don't know if you watch that show on NBC. Oh, it, that's familiar. That name yeah. is familiar. It's for songwriters. Mm-hmm. And then they take them and either rework them. And that's what basically what they're they're hoping that they do is they'll rework and then they'll end up using their song. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he was on that. Yeah. And he's been, yeah, he's had several TV shows he's done. He moved to Nashville. Um, Interesting. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I don't, I don't meet a lot of people from Nebraska. Mm-hmm. It's always sort of shocking when I do. It's always people yeah. who used to live here and then moved and have been gone for a really long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or yes. more than that, it's like, oh, I know someone from Nebraska. And then like we realize they're talking about Iowa. Like that happens <laughs> right. a lot yeah. as well. So it's like, let's make it, what's a distinction? <laughs> yes. yeah. Big distinction. Right. <laughs> Everyone always tells me they've been to Nebraska and I'm, I'm almost always certain they're not thinking of the right <laughs> You mean Kansas. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. But, um, but yeah, no, I, I don't know if it's maybe the genre or mm-hmm. sort of the, the time in which I'm making music that, that makes it a little right. bit less likely, but I'm not sure. There used to be. I know there was a, a while there when there was several. We mm-hmm. had several that we were, we were working with or talking to. There was a lot of local. Well, also the last year and a half has really sucked. For anybody yeah. who makes music, because they totally. can't perform, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and trying to get creative with ways to still get your music out and still For perform, sure. right? So I would imagine that probably took a few people out of commission. 
Probably. Well, and I, yeah. I'll work with a lot of people locally mm-hmm. in terms of making the music. Like, I record at Silver Street in Ashland. And, uh, That's my hometown. Oh, really? Yes. yes. That's awesome. Such the a same cute studio town. Emmy works at. Right. Yes. Such a cute town. Interesting, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It is cute. Oh. They've, they've done a really good job. Yeah. They really have. It's, it is a neat little downtown. And yeah, it's area. really adorable. That's yeah. cool. Do you, know, do you have any information about the alien abduction that happened? Oh, get a load of this. Oh, good lord. <laughs> you're, you're asking the... <laughs> Oh because my God. I've been doing some independent research on this the last couple of months, and I just no, I'm I'll really. I'll send you some links. So it took, it, Are you like related it, to the person? Yes. Oh my yes. God! Yeah, it took place on her parents' <gasps> land, right? Oh, I've yeah. come to the right place. Yes. Yeah, wow. Yeah. <laughs> you have found your tribe. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh. Yeah. I just found out about this like three or four years ago. That this even happened. Really? I found I, out like a couple months ago. I grew up there. You yeah, know, that's and I'm like, crazy. nobody ever talked about it. But the reason why is because at that time and all the time <laughs> I was growing up, nobody would talk about it because it was seen as your cuckoo. Okay, right. You're, no, you're not going to talk about it. And that's why he ended up basically getting driven out of town. That's so sad. You know, and he left and his family's still around. Um, but it's, it is, it's t- incredibly sad because everybody's like, this guy is a loon, mm-hmm. you know, that nobody would believe him. And, and to think that that was, oh my God, what a horrible way to live. Mm-hmm. But anyway, now more and more people are talking about it. And then you had the government dump of all the information about UFOs and all that good stuff that came out, what, a year ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. About year, 18 months ago, whatever. And so people start talking more and then lo and behold, the stupid stirrup ends up with a theme about aliens, and mm-hmm. the stirrup is the town celebration that they do every year. This is how I about oh, okay. It, right? okay, okay. <laughs> so and they, they had T-shirts and stuff. Yes. And wasn't there yes. a book written about it? There's a book about I have it. To read that book. There's, I mean, just all the stuff and how it happened and what he saw and what he logged and he wrote everything down and how it all. Yeah, it's just crazy. And I'm like, how could I not? Nobody even, oh, my dad grew up in that town. It's yeah, like, wild. how do I not know about this? It's not like we don't have roots. I mean, yeah. we've been around, and it was on their property. On your parents' property? Yeah. Wow. That and was do a, they still have that property? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and like Pat, first thing he says is, you could have been making money on this and had a souvenir stand and you could have, you know, and all T-shirts, yeah. bibs. And, and I mentioned to mom it's and dad so and they're like, Oh, God, Gene, how many times have people asked if they could come on the property to go see that? You know, I'm like, what? That's crazy. (laughs) Right. I mean, you could have had a, uh, what are those things? Hey, Rack Ride Tour. (laughs) Heck, yeah. Could have had all kinds. Man, we could have Never too late to start. Right? Now that everybody knows. But yeah, crazy. Yeah. Okay, I got to read the book. Yes. I'm going to do it. Absolutely. And it's definitely worth it. It's it's quite the the story. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. That's so funny. That is funny. I mean, that's ironic. (laughs) Of all things. So ironic. So funny. (laughs) Things to bring up. And funny, too, is we had just this week had talked to Andy Myers. And psychic Andy is what he okay. professionally he's he, a psychic. He, were, he is a psychic wow. intuitive. Ironically and enough, his name is Psychic Andy. And he's psychic. Nick underscored that. He's a psychic. <laughs> Just making sure the notes are correct. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had on his Paranormal Dads T-shirt when he recorded mm-hmm. with us. Paranormal Dads. That's the name of his podcast. He's got a couple other dads that oh, do wow. ghost hunting, okay, and mm. stuff like that. And and Bigfoot is a big part of their <laughs> stuff, and they're looking into that. And that was the show where I first heard about the landing in Ashland. It's all coming. It's all. Wow. Yeah. I can't believe that you never, never heard about this. If I'm it wasn't like, for Psychic Andy, I never would have heard of it. Are your parents big alien people? I feel oh. like they just were like, oh, no, <laughs> if you'd never talked it's about like it. It's like, no big deal. Yeah. Oh. They, they just, yeah, supposedly, yeah, it happened over on the west side, whatever. I'm just like, what? And they, they're, it's out in a field mm-hmm. where obviously it was a 
spaceship. Yeah. <laughs> they needed the space right. to land in a backyard <laughs> on Clay Street. But it, anyway, yeah, just that they never even talked about the fact that people would literally come to their house and want to know if it was okay if they went to see so the that spot. Field. Yeah. Wow. wow. I had no it's idea. crazy. I had no idea. Mind blown. But anyway, yeah, so yeah. things come full circle. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome. Uh, oh well, now, we have All tickets right. to give away to your Christmas show, right? Yeah, yes. Do. Yeah, okay. um, we have two tickets. Okay. okay. The link to enter is either in the episode description or your Facebook page. Both. Yeah, both. It will It'll be, be both, both places. Cool. Okay. okay. So. And that's cool. So, yeah, just definitely get yourself entered up and, and check out the website. Check out the mm-hmm. Facebook page. All those links will be there in Everything. our description yeah. for right. people to find you. Great. It's great Thanks to meet you. Guys. Yeah, super nice to meet, nice to meet you. you too. This yeah. is fun. <laughs> Thanks for the intro, Nick. Yeah, we appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, of course. You say slightly sarcastically. Yeah, but I'm, I'm happy to help. Yeah. Happy they to learned help. a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that intro. Yeah. You got to work yeah. on your outline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Psychic, it will be underlined. Yes, though. that's for he's, he's a, that's yeah. the name. That's gonna be the name of today's episode. It's, he's a psychic. He's a psychic. Yeah. Just so you know. Thank you guys for listening. JT Podcast, a Huda Media Production.